You're ruining my intro, everybody. Welcome, everybody, to Maso Menos Mexicanos. It's been a while since we've done this show. Hi, everybody. I'm Sam Gonzalez, a.k.a. The Mexlets. Oh, I'm back. I feel like I've been gone a while. I think it's because Tommy's was like eight hours, but it's all right. We made it through, everybody. Uh, that's true. <laughs> the last two shows have been accumulative, I think, work day. So uh, welcome, everybody, uh, to Maso Menos Mexicanos, uh, the Mexican culture podcast. There's only one in the world. If there's any other ones, don't listen to them. This is where you get your stuff. Finally, we got rid of them. The, the other hosts, the non-mexcellent hosts. Oh, that's right. Oh, my God. Well, we have our the excellent excellence, the Mexicans in the house only. We invited Tommy, but <laughs> shenanigans happened at his job, so he couldn't join us today. But luckily enough, we have. We presume there may be some cartel activity involved, not in regards to young McGrew, of course. But joining me on the other side, not hosting for the first time in like 17 episodes, we have. I said, that's because JJ is hosting the next 10 episodes. Spoiler alert. (laughs) Yeah, he's recording on live stream from the phone. He's going to become an IRL streamer on vacation. Are you going back home soon? You had a plan for a while. Oh, crap. I got a thing in May, too. (laughs) There's going to be no Mexlids in May. That's our Cinco de Mayo month off. Woo! But... I'm talking to this guy right here. Hey, Marco. It's Marco, everybody. And I get, and you have the mic that's long enough to, to hold this time. Uh, I mean, I normally do. I, think. I know. No, but the, that one right there, you couldn't hold. That one's too short. I tried to make this all efficient. Cable management didn't work. But on the other side, Mr. IRL Stream himself, we have. I'm JJ. JJ. Oh, my God. And it says, Tommy was breaking batting this whole time. To- yep, Tommy. <laughs> Tommy got busted. He got super busted for tra- not trafficking. That's not the drug trafficking. There you go. That's the joke. I sorry. I have a new job and I have to deal with very serious topics and like actual people trafficking is on the t- topics of the the week and so. I mean, I thought this was the most serious topic for you outside of COVID. Oh no! Here's the thing. I've I, I've I've flipped this over into mania where I'm like crazy now about this because it's 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 a sensitive topic, but I. I'm actually in a good spot right now, which is great. And, of course, all right, you've seen the thumbnail. You've seen the title. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you're just listening blindly to us, and I appreciate that. If you listen to us blindly, though, you can follow us at The Mexcellence on all forms of social media. Uh, Mexcellence at anchor.fm slash The Mexcellence. You'll find all of our podcasts on all the platforms, Apple, uh, Spotify, um, let's see, Google, all that stuff. So wherever you find podcasts is where you can find the Excellence. Just search the Excellence podcast. We're also on YouTube. We are on Twitch, of course, right now streaming live. So if you want to catch us live, we're streaming every Tuesday and Thursday right now. I might throw in a couple extra little bits here. I'm getting a new computer, and I'll be able to stream right over there some games. Uh, I bought the new wrestling game, and I'm a luchador, and that is pretty great. It's the only video game with a Mexican lead that's came out in the last 20 years, I feel. Guacamole, I know. Guacamole. <laughs> That's the first one that comes to mind. There's two of them. That's the only one. But, of course, this episode... Viva Piñata? <laughs> Is the Piñata the lead character? Well, that are Piñatas inherently Mexican? Yes. Okay. <laughs> On the next episode of Masa Mexican. Mexican. Sam learns about Piñatas and while they're Mexican. I know, I'm, I know that Piñatas are Mexican, but Fortnite has co-opted them. They stole them, no, those are but they're like llama piñatas. 
Semantics aside, we're talking about something not as fun. Talk about this guy right here. No, I, I just want to show off our new 3D printing. I fucked up the body, so I spray painted him gold. But no, talk about mental health. Uh, you got to keep your mental health together. And the thing, Marcos, you brought this episode up because you were like, I want you to talk about mental health. I don't know why. Like, why did you bring this one up in particular? Was it just something that was a part of your, like, your uh, grandfather tree of topics that will eventually branch off out of? Can't hear the oh god damn it! No, we, we didn't lose everything. You guys got turned down. I had to use this for work. Everything's uh, broken. Can you hear? Can you hear me now, Keith? Yeah, you guys were zeroed out for the whole time. Thanks, Apple Sage. Apple Sage commented the first time. Can't hear shit. <laughs> Sorry for the bad first impression and for the monologue. It's okay, guys. We'll, we'll start. Apple Sage. Uh, uh, the sound is off. Can you still hear us now? They can hear. It. They go ahead. Check, 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 yeah, check, check, it's check. Loud now. Actually, it's Nickelodeon. Great. <laughs> JJ, you're still quiet somehow. God damn it. <laughs> all right, I'm, I'm the last one, I think. No, nah, I, cha- I changed it. I don't, all it's right. all broken. You might be the last one. I don't know. But let's, let me restart just a little bit so that way I have a clean intro because they can either hear you vaguely or not at all. And probably not at all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you, you can hear on my mic. It's not the only way they'd be able to hear you. You can fix it in post. I can't fix it. <laughs> I, I, I shut them all off. That's, I, I got a new job. I got to use the studio setup. It's a whole hassle. Anyway, folks, welcome to Maso Mentos Mexicanos. Uh, we're doing a show about mental health. Uh, we, we fucked up the, the intro. So if you're hearing this part, this is where we're starting organically. There's okay. Marcos. There's JJ. And if I'm somehow able to fix the previous audio, you've heard all that. But uh, let me ask that once more, uh, Marcos, to start this podcast. We're bringing up mental health because you recommended it. Is this part of your grandfather of ideas for this show that we eventually get to just different branches and pieces of just general topics about Mexican culture? Well, we're still do- – uh, because we're still in like the introductory phase, like this show hasn't been on a year, we're, we get to do general topics like this. Um, and I mean to be a little bit negative, I, I kind of see the show as Mexicans are bad at blank or Mexicans love blank. So, like, we've done a music episode, we've done this, but I feel like the next couple episodes are going to be Mexicans are bad at blank, and we are bad at mental health and, like, acknowledging that it exists. And oh, things. that's new. <laughs> that's new development, yeah. which which I actually, so I, I pivoted the first question. So, uh, we're trying to do things out with this, uh, with this topic, with this podcast, so if you have any recommendations of how we present it, let us know in the comments and, and, and uh, comments of, uh, as I mentioned before, I'll probably just cut this part in. Instagram, Twitter, all those places. Um, what is good mental health? Because what? that's the question I have to start. Because we have an idea now of what mental health is. Mm-hmm. Now that we have a good base, because the follow-up questions are eventually going to be, what did you do to have good mental health? and Or what you thought was good mental health? And what do you do to have it proper now? So the idea for you is, uh, what is good mental health for you? What does that even mean? So, like, me, I'll start. Good mental health is not being... Full of rage, <laughs> and and I and I, I bring that up immediately. Anger management issues over here. It, it's it might be because I'll put it this way: good mental health for me. What I've discovered is that in relation to my Mexican heritage, um, anger is how feelings manifest. I've just discovered that. I go to therapy. I tell people all the time, and I always recommend people who can afford it or have access to it. Please go to therapy. Everybody needs it. Um, all of my emotions. I'm a very emotional guy. You guys know this. Yeah. It all manifests from anger. I've like I discovered like two weeks ago. <laughs> like this is the work I've been going to therapy for like two years, maybe three, maybe longer, and it all comes from anger. And I go, well, what the hell? 
am I just the angry Mexican? And I realized, oh, shit, I might be or I might be afraid to be and hold it in. And actually, mm-hmm. this loops into something I just recently heard. Uh, for those of you who are listening in the near and distant future, uh, Chris Rock just got smacked the shit out of by Will Smith on the Oscars, right? Um, he actually did an interview a couple of years ago in the aftermath and people were releasing it where he talked about uh, – he was like bullied a lot and he was picked on. Yeah. He never really uh, did anything back until. I feel like every uh, comic was, except for uh, not Richard Pryor, um, the white guy. Uh, Carlin? Carlin. Yeah. I don't feel Carlin was picked on. I, I don't, he doesn't seem like the guy that could have got picked on. No. <laughs> I think that anger was always with him the whole time. Uh, but no, he lashed out once. And I, I, I'm mixing up the story a little bit, but he felt so awful about it, or he got reprimanded in a way that was oh, bad. Oh, no, he, he nearly killed the kid. Oh, was that what it was? Oh, like, he like, like he didn't stop. It oh, was like, it, was an, it was a Ralphie. Yeah. The Christmas story, except, except no little brother. The mom didn't show up. <laughs> right. And so he felt so much guilt from that that he just never wanted to express his anger ever again. He just kind of just put it in his soul. And I feel recently like, like that's what I have been doing, and and I'll we'll talk about how. We... Who did you assault? Was it a homeless man? Oh, I never assaulted anybody. <laughs> no, no, because I, at a certain point, well, I've always been soft. I've always been a soft, gentle type of guy. I've just that's just my heart. Uh, my dad will tell you. My mom will tell you. Ever since I've grown up, I was always like a nice kid. But you need you an Urban picked... Meyer to kick you. No, I'm not Urban Meyer. <laughs> no, but I got picked on. I got picked on. I didn't get bullied. Uh-huh. I was the youngest of ex, uh, four siblings, X amount of cousins. I was the youngest. So I got I got my share of ribbing, and, and I took it personally for a very long time. So I always had self-confidence issues, and those would end up manifesting as anger. I couldn't be angry at the, my elders because I'd get in trouble. And then – so I internalized it. And then that turned into anger, and that turned into chip on my shoulder. And I turned into a lot of different things. And then I got bigger than everybody. I'm bigger than all my relatives. I'm bigger than all my cousins. And – if I were to have enacted that anger, and, and at times I did, like sixth grade, seventh grade, I would – there's one example. There was a kid who was messing with me, but he was like a, he was like a punk, a little skinny kid. He, he was doing it to be cool. He wasn't one of the real bullies. But I remember grabbing him, and I fucking spun him around like Donkey Kong and then just threw him. Like he slid across the ground, and he was crying, and he ran away, and I felt awful. I'm probably revealing some shit that I would reveal in therapy right now, but I felt awful. And I went to the bathroom. He was crying. He was cleaning himself up. And I apologized. And I felt awful. But everyone thought I was so cool because I threw this fucking kid. And everyone thought I was nice. And I beat him up. And so I don't want to be that guy. And so then it just internalizes. And then mm-hmm. it creates craziness in my head. So good mental health, I've discovered for me, is the absence of that anger, absence of that anxiety, of anxiety of just the world that I've discovered in COVID times, and uh, quiet in my head. I, I have a million thoughts a minute usually. And, uh, yeah. And so those things tend to just be like, Hey, life is great, but what if it wasn't? And then it just lingers on that. And then I have my infinite things there. So that's where I keep it now for you, man. I don't, we don't bring it up a lot, mm-hmm. but I'm curious myself because you're fucking mellow as shit, but you are also former military. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Oh, whoops. Uh, not, don't. <laughs> not these guys, not the apparently kid, no, but you're former military. And so I, I've told you this. I've said it on air. Maybe not around you, but I, I usually am not friends with military people. Military people freak me. Former military freak me out. 
In I ways. don't know if you've been around enough of them. I've been around a couple. I've worked with a couple. I've been around a, a lot. I mean, Corey's former military. He's f- <laughs> <laughs> our, our friend Corey at Double Toasted. He was uh, uh, service. What was it called? Uh, National Guard. National Guard. Yeah. <laughs> He was yeah. He mopped floors and was never deployed, to my understanding. So. I mean, no, I was in the big army. I still mop floors. It's it's no. it's forever. Big <laughs> <laughs> army is that what you call it? I mean, if basic? you if you want to look down in the National Guard, then I was in the the, the big leagues, whatever. I, and look, I looking, still mop floors. <laughs> yeah, I'm not looking down at the National Guard. I'm just saying he never like he he went to. You basic. know that rumor about the Navy? <laughs> they also swab the poop deck <laughs> all the time. Hey, we don't talk about the Navy, but Grandpa. I thought it was Navy, but but my I thing guarantee is, he mopped. <laughs> the only evidence that my grandfather was in the Navy is one his Navy picture and two one of him boxing around a bunch of dudes like Street Fighter. That's literally the only evidence that he has of being in the Navy. Did you ever see your grandpa mop? I've never seen my grandfather. He died before I oh. was around. And no, he never mopped. He, in a tragic that, mopping yeah, that's probably because he he mopped too much in the Navy and was like, never again. No, he, no, no he mops doesn't. in this house, only Swiffers. No, because he drank too much booze. <laughs> we know the answer to that one. But um, but no, they make me some some of, some of them make me skittish because it's like, man, you've seen some things I can't even fathom. It's a miracle that you come out kind of okay, let alone good. Mm-hmm. And so for you, we'll get to the before and the after even. And that might be a good way to even separate it if that's the case. Um, like what do you think is good mental health? Like when you're, when you're in your zone, what does that feel like? What is that to you? I don't believe in a, a zone kind of thing because, I mean, when you think – I don't know. When you say zone, I think of creative zone. Right. Like when you're sitting in front of your computer and the words are just coming out. Or maybe uh, the gym zone where it's like you're so hyper-focused, nothing around you is – matters um because it's even hard to define because that's what my mentally healthy means i have access to do that the capacity to do those things right the things i mentioned right like having the clarity of mind and stuff like that so what is it defined by you so is it like when you're creative or when you're in the zone well uh, well that's the thing um that at least for me when it comes to things like that it's not about being in the zone it's about doing habitually like you got to do it even when it sucks like even when you're tired like even when you didn't sleep like you still Put in a little bit of effort, and you're because at the end of the day, if you look at a year, a year in a row, you have more days where it's like I, you can make an excuse not to go to the gym, not to be creative, not to do this podcast, not to do. You can make excuses, right. or you can just do the work because this is kind of what makes you feel alive. For, for lack of a better word. So the ability to do the work is that is good mental health. Well, I was answering the zone. Oh, the for zone. me, for me, good mental health is just being adjusted. Like you wake up every day, you take stock of what it is, and it's like, okay, I'm ready to go on, go forward. That's all it is. So, but, and, but like, so when you're having a bad mental health day, it's just inability to get that get that piece down, or well, when when you when I have. I mean, I crash is what it is. Uh-huh. Like when I have bad mental health days, I just lay in bed all day and crash. But <laughs> um, for the most part, what I try to do is that it's – I know it's going to suck, but it's going to be over at right. some point. Like whatever it is. I don't, I, don't call, I don't call in sick to work that often. I don't um, take many days off of the gym. I don't like taking days off of this podcast if we're trying to do it twice a week. Like, I try to make you fuckers take a day off when I was gone. You're like, no, we're doing a podcast. 
Well, yeah, and, you got to be consistent. Consistent effort makes results, and it's still like... Right, but I was trying to give you guys a break. Yeah, but <laughs> you were also trying to give us a break at a time where life is a break. It was like December. Work was like... One phone call. That's fair. That's, that's, that's fair. But yeah, no. So yeah, so that's that's your swing. It's either you're doing the stuff or you just absolutely don't. Like well, I mean, good mental health in general would be uh, learning your gauge. Everyone has an energy gauge. Well, yeah, well, you, for people who don't know, Marcos thinks of life as kind of like video game stats. I mean, it may helps it make a lot of sense when you try to explain it to people. It kind of helps me too <laughs> when, I, when I realize like an energy meter is low or I don't have any mana to do something special. Exactly. Oh, that that makes sense. Like I have the ability to move. My HP is high. Yeah. But I don't have my combo ready. Right. I don't have any combos lined up. Well, like another way to see it is that like you have so much energy in a day. Right. And so when you want to make life changes, like let's say I want to um, lose weight. Mm-hmm. Uh, some people exhaust their energy meter by doing too much too fast. Like I'm going to hardcore diet and I'm going to hardcore hit the gym. And within a week, <laughs> they stop because they've exhausted their energy Shh. meter. I'm not yeah, even calling you up. I'm reading my diary on air. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I'm just saying it's, val- it's valid. It's very yeah. common for a lot of people. Yeah, you got – what you should do is gauge your energy meter in a sense. It's like you can raise your energy. Like it's a matter of like having healthy habits of like sleeping, being right, well adjusted right. and things like that. But outside of that, it's – you, you make those changes little. You got to level up a little bit at a time. <laughs> right, right. You can't just go into the deep end all the you time. You can't just one up mushroom it. You gotta. You gotta level up. And Life get has points. no one up mushrooms. I'm sorry. Oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I gave away my Mario coin. I had a Mario coin around here. Oh, it was right here. No, <laughs> no. Uh, and he then, can be a Mexican right there. <laughs> Ray. Ray. What? Oh, what you? you said Ray had a Mario coin. No, I said I had a Mario coin. Oh, I thought you said Ray had. No, I 3D printed a Mario coin and I gave it to my. Ne- I spray painted. Of gold because I have gold spray paint, as you can tell by my Oscar and my other 3D printer things. Wait, that, that's not real. <laughs> Sam won an Oscar for <laughs> writing in Kanto. <laughs> but weird sidebar: the radio is playing. We don't talk about Bruno. Like a radio oh. station played it. That baffles me. Like the last Disney I'm song, glad the radio's broken in my car. <laughs> <laughs> I went to go get McDonald's and it was like playing. We don't talk about Bruno. I go what? And I clicked. I turned it up. I'm like, Ain't that about a bitch? They're playing the whole thing, right? Last time I could even remember that. Maybe did they maybe let it go? Maybe no, not even that. But it was uh, Beauty and the Beast. That was the one that they played. I think um, and this is gonna be a weird exception. to Make you wrong. Uh, Christmas songs make it. Oh yeah, well yeah, but that's like you said but, weird, weird. Except there's only yeah. there's only fourteen Christmas songs. No, but I mean like I've, I'm ninety percent sure I've heard like Nightmare Before Christmas on the radio. But there's only like fourteen Christmas songs. <laughs> that's like no, like try to name more than fourteen Christmas songs. You're just doubling up and you're on covers at that point. Mm, I could do it, but I don't want to. That's fourteen is a big number. Fourteen, but no, but fourteen is enough to where. Oh man, there's a whole month of fucking Christmas. I mean, I've more, already recycled those fourteen. There, songs. There's more Christmas songs than there is any other holiday. Which is why the other ones don't have songs. I don't know. I like New Year's songs. What are, what are New Year's songs? Waiting well, for New Tonight Year- by J Lo. 
Wait, what? Waiting for tonight. What, oh, what does that have? Good New Year's song. I don't think that's a New Year's song. That that's a absolutely. getting laid song. It's <laughs> <laughs> for you, maybe. <laughs> I use it for New Year's, all right? I'm pretty sure it's for JLo, too. <laughs> <laughs> 1999 for Prince, which I thought was made in 1998. I didn't think that was. Child. I didn't think that was a New Year's song. I thought that was a, hey, the 80s are weird and terrible <laughs> it, so we should dance you, what are night what are what songs are you referencing then uh well uh, we're sidebarring by the way this is nothing to do with it lawrence arms 100 resolutions pale waves new year uh, new year by the postal service nobody listens to metal it's fine none of those are metal <laughs> they're some sort of rock that nobody <laughs> listens to what the one of them was pop rock is dead one of them was pop who was pop pale waves Nobody's heard of Pale Waves. I mean, what, is, what does Pale Waves have on Spotify? A lot, actually, because she dates the dude from 1975. Nobody listens to 1975. Yes, they do. Pale Waves. Let me say chocolate in song, and then you'll be like... They have less than a million monthly listeners. That's barely pop. I mean, it's pop. Their genre is pop. You don't have to make popular music to be pop. I disagree. <laughs> JJ, here's the thing. I don't know shit about you generally. <laughs> You're a fucking mystery half the time every time I talk to you. I assume that you know mo- uh, something about most things, but I don't know really much even about you personally, other than like your family and stuff. And even then, it's because they tell me. Once I meet your family, they then tell me and relay stories about you in your parameter. So, like, you see this, everybody? It doesn't get much more excited than this other than when we're drunk and you slap me at the Super Bowl party, which people reminded me of and I forgot that that happened. I mean, we were talking about a friend slapping each other. Right, it no, was, but it was, it was pre-COVID. Apropos. But it was pre-COVID, <laughs> and I forgot everything that happened pre-COVID. I was like, oh, yeah, that was the Super Bowl before. That was, I slapped him pretty hard. That was three weeks before COVID. <laughs> that was three weeks before COVID. <laughs> I got slapped at the Super Bowl because I was being a sourpuss for the, against the Chiefs and the Niners being a Raider fan. But that was the most energy I've ever seen you exude was, was just a slap. Was, Shut the fuck up. And I was like, fair. But other than that, it's pretty much this all the time. So for you... What is good mental health? And like I said, we can talk about the the flux, the fluctuation, the flow that you don't really ever let us see, generally. But like, what is good mental health to you? Mm-hmm. Calm, peaceful, serene. Like, how do you get there though? Because I don't have that. I don't even know what that feels like. Really, generally speaking, I just play. Play what? It's from uh, Goodwill Hunting. You know, guy looks at a piano. He sees chopsticks, but someone like Bach looks at it. He just plays. Like I can't explain it. Just am. <laughs> Can I take some of your blood to have some? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I guess have you always had that, where most of the things just kind of roll off your back, or is it something that you had to learn uh, for any experience? I'm like I'm genuinely like curious because he is like this all the time, folks. He's, this is not an act. This is not a show. He's mellow all the fucking time. It's really hard to even try to bother to get under his skin, even as a joke. Where does it come from? The dude abides. <laughs> so you're saying that you're transcendental in terms of, like a movie transcendental character that is able to transcend space and time to just be fucking mellow and cool. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or do you not want to reveal any of your deep, deep, dark secrets? I mean, there's not really any deep dark secrets like i guess i did learn it because going back sort of to like the bullying thing i remember um when i was a little kid really little this is like 
maybe I was four. Um, one of my cousins, one of like my female cousins, uh-huh. uh, and her brother were like staying over at our grandma's house, and all the adults were gone. So it right. was just her. She was the oldest, and me and her brother are the same age. Mm-hmm. So I really wanted to play with Danny. Yeah, I don't want to play with Lisa. Right. Screw her. Because girls she suck. She likes Barbies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> girls are wet. Um, but I don't know what the hell she wanted me to do or why she was mad at me. But she was, like, keeping me in a room. Right. Okay. Like, yeah. You I were mean, banished. She, she was there. But, like, she was just keeping me in the room. I got mad. So I decked her. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> And I went out and I like played with Danny. in the face? In the eye. I gave her a black eye, I'm pretty Oh, my God. <laughs> How old are you again? Four. Fucking A, dude. So that's there. That is ever-present. That's somewhere in there. Why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> Hit him in the eye. <laughs> I felt like that, that was the next logical step. Was like, you made me say that in public. <laughs> no, yeah. But, so, yeah. I did get mad. And then I just played with Danny, and then, yeah, there were repercussions. <laughs> Which were? I don't remember. The belt? The belt. <laughs> I'm, I'm 90% no, sure it was the belt. That doesn't work on me. What? So there was Not one. even the fear of the belt? Nah. Jesus Christ. Oh, my sister was like that. <laughs> I was the youngest, so I had the fear. I had three examples of the belt being a, a demon monster. I got to maybe use once on me in memory. I learned that my pain tolerance uh, outlasts my dad's endurance. <laughs> My sister used to laugh. <laughs> like, so this is like a fucking like a gladiator. <laughs> You've been weighed. You've been measured. <laughs> yeah. You've been found wanting. <laughs> I think I mean, my dad wanted me to clean my room, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do it. So then he's like, I'm going to hit you with the belt if you don't do it. Do it. <laughs> I'm I'll not pay cleaning. my toll. <laughs> yeah. I'm not cleaning the room. Because <laughs> I thought, like, well, I'll take the ass whooping, then I won't clean my room, and I'll go to sleep. Like, <laughs> Either way, the room's not getting clean. Why didn't you just clean your fucking room? Because I didn't feel like it. <laughs> I didn't feel like it, Dad. <laughs> no, I'm mad on behalf of your dad. It's like, clean your room, mijo. I just want you to have a clean room. I mean, Nobody's coming. I, I do think that it's really hilarious on that JJ note. I didn't do this, but my sister did. She was unpunishable. <laughs> really? Like, she just was like, oh, anything you can dish to me is... Yeah, and, like, so when it came to hitting her, like, she would laugh. Right. Your sister's like only barely shorter than you. Like she's yeah. a, she's a she is not a small person. Like one time they grabbed her for the back of the, in the back of the head for saying curse words, and they started washing her mouth out with soap. She started eating the soap. Oh my god! <laughs> like, bites out of it. Yeah. Oh my. Oh, I mean, I guess I had my bad streak too because I said I would say shut up as a kid, like three years old, and they were like. The hot sauce. They, they wouldn't do so. They did hot sauce, and I liked it. And I was like, that's good. And they were like. I got, I got ah, we don't know what to do with you. <laughs> I got another example. That's not the end of it. Okay. Well, I'm not. I'm not. Actually, I got two more examples. Well, that's my example because eating hot sauces on the capacity of what a kid should do. Eating soap is a next level. Um, when she got grounded, she'd be like, "Cool, I didn't want to go out anyway." Oh. With me, that would have been factual. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> and then, last but not least, um, if you. Um, if you don't do X, we're gonna br- uh, we're gonna take away your Game Boy. She would break it and be like, "Okay." She would break her. <laughs> Bro, if I would have broke the Game Boy that I had, 
Well, I, what what punishment are you gonna do? I would have been, I know I would have been I would have actually been beaten. Like, they spanked me. I got spanked a little bit, and barely if at all. I would have got beaten with a like with something. That is outright. I I would probably and I'm not gonna say it out loud. I'll jokingly say it. I would beat my kid if they broke up like a Nintendo Switch that I got him, even if it was the 2000s. It's 10 years I mean, from now. I know inflation is makes it weird, but I feel like a PS5 is way more expensive than a Game Boy. Or a Switch is more expensive than a Game no, Boy. No, but still, man, it's the, it's the principle. It's a fucking game system. You're supposed Switches to take care of those break. things. What? Oh, they are? Yeah, so Nintendo actually drop tests all their shit. <laughs> really? Yeah, they drop test it to three feet. Or four feet, because uh-huh. that's the average height of a child. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, yeah, they'll just drop it like a million times, and, like, this one survived. We're selling this one. <laughs> okay. Well, no, and by the way, uh, gamer introvert power. Damn, JJ's just immune and a rebel to the belt. <laughs> <laughs> right, like, that's a fucking superpower, like, immunity to the belt. Yeah, no, my dad, uh, I mean, I couldn't sit down for a week. but my <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that's, that's then the punishment worked somewhat. I mean, it wasn't a deterral, but it was a punishment. I still didn't clean my room. <laughs> sure. Like I said, it was a punishment, not a, de- not a deterral. It never deterred you from not cleaning your room. But, it was a- but you felt it. It was. You're not just in an empty shell in there, JJ. The way it was presented to me was clean your room or I'll spank you. The price was it was one or the other. So I chose the other. There was no punishment in my eyes. It, it was, was like, the tax. All right, if you're going to hit me, then do it. <laughs> it was the toll, right? Because I'm not picking the shit up. Right. <laughs> well, and that, so I guess that's the thing because, like, well, JJ, I mean, this question I might even just be not even applicable to you because it's like, if you've always been this way, like. Well, no. I think probably after I decked my cousin. Something changed because I remember my grandma talked to me. I don't remember what she said. Right. But I remember I had like a serious talk with my grandma. One of those spooky wisdoms where they're like, your grandma got abnormally serious type of thing. She wasn't even mad. Like she didn't yell at me or anything. I'm just saying serious. No, like. No, it wasn't like she talked to me like the way she normally does. I don't remember anything like abnormal about this conversation with my grandma. Uh But I do remember that she talked to me. And I don't know, like, why it lingers in my brain. Like I said, I can't even remember what she told me. She I, locked a fucking demon in your head. <laughs> <laughs> she she cast a spell, she, and she like you you were she put that Naruto shit on me. <laughs> right, you you probably were fucking like a demon child, and then your grandma put a spell on you, and then just locked that shit away. No, well, my grandma always like took care of me when I was very young, uh-huh. uh huh, because both my parents had to work when I was. Born. Right, right. Same. Yeah. So it was my grandma and my grandpa that watched out for me. Like, mm-hmm. that's why I like Spider Man a lot because, like, he had elderly parental figures Aunt oh, May and Uncle Ben. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that was me. I was like, yeah, mm-hmm. I had Aunt May and Uncle Ben. They were, uh, well, I call my grandma Mama because I would always hear my dad. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. But yeah, it would be, you know, uh, Abuela Maria and Abuelo Jose. Like, right. They were. My parents. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, like, my dad was mad, and my mom was mad and was like, don't fucking do that. Right, but, right. But, I, yeah, like, what sticks out in my head was my grandma talking to me. And not, you know, like I said, it wasn't a stern or even, like, a forceful or angry. What do you think it did, though? I think it just made me conscious of what I did. Like, before. 
when I did it. I was, the before times. When I when I decked her, like when I her. <laughs> when I decked her, <laughs> when I punched her, I wasn't thinking ahead of time, right? Like I was thinking like just impulsive. Yeah, it right. was just like mad, and you're not letting me do what I want to do, and you're not an adult. <laughs> so violent. <laughs> Look, I didn't have many options. Look, man, like, I'm just saying you talked about shit about Arthur and DW, and you were Arthur yourself. That was a valid. I mean, but DW deserved not... it. Yeah, <laughs> and she two. also locked you in a room. <laughs> and two, uh, I was younger. That's fair. That's, that's like DW. I Arthur. was DW. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. I guess it was just after that uh, talk with my grandma. I. I saw beyond me and beyond like my impulses and beyond like you know sometimes you're just not gonna be able to do what you want to do right like whatever it is sometimes you're i grew up fast i guess that, that, yeah that's a weird lesson to take from that right i punch my care to the babysitter essentially and then that reveals like life's not fair you don't get what you want but, like, in a way that a kid couldn't understand, but then you kind of took the raw message and then applied – I'm assuming applied it in tears the rest of your life. Yeah, I guess. That seems to well, make sense to me because it's like when you have those type of tempered expectations about what you can and cannot do, then there's not much fluctuation in terms of what your mind goes to. Because you've always been like, ah, I got it or, yeah, I'll do it or, yeah, whatever. That's always been like – you're kind of right down the middle, right? You're like, yeah, yeah, or yeah, no. And that's what a lot of people kind of aspire to have, honestly. Like good mental health. Like people like who are like me, that teeter-totter between emotions, just like fucking back and forth, back and forth, kind of would like a little bit of that where things just kind of are mellowed out. So it sounds like like a lot of the high stakes kind of got put away somehow or got like at least compartmentalized. Is that right maybe? I'm trying, to fi- I'm trying to figure out. It's not even a show about you anymore. I'm trying to figure you out, JJ. No, well, but I thought it was a show about us, but that's fine. Well, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to pass it to you because I can't. Because, J- like I said, JJ's figured it all out, apparently. Uh, but no, but like, how did you deal with like your mental health? So, like, what? when you didn't have the things that you do now, because did you always go to the gym? Like, were you always a gym rat? Yeah, like I went, I've been going to the gym since I was 12. Jesus Christ, that's a long time. Can't confirm. <laughs> <laughs> but so, like, was that like, what did you do, like, beyond that, though, before, like, finding out what that base balance was, you know? I mean, it wasn't like the gym is the only time now where I get to do something physical. Like, that's just, like, the reality of it. I don't, and I used to always be a super, like, from baby to. 28 right i was always super physical right like i was uh, everything was like i was a ranch hand basically as a child like just uh-huh. running around helping my grandpa with his goats and chickens right into football to just unplug now nobody can hear you because you unplugged your own mic into <laughs> <laughs> i don't know there's a clip on the bottom but i didn't press it I don't know. Have I been not You've, talking this entire time? No, you no, until it <laughs> fell out. I'm pretty sure it was good. Um, and then, I mean, football in Texas and high school is pretty much life. Like, 
I you started mi- confirm. Yeah, I started. <laughs> I started play football. Didn't you? No, you he didn't. was in band. He was there. Oh. Like, <laughs> he was the only other thing. If you weren't in football, you're allowed to do. You're either crowd. crowd no, band I mean or football. we have all our friends didn't do one or the other. We were actually the two odd men out when it came to activities. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Ed, yeah Edward didn't do shit. Gabriel didn't do shit. Well, Gabriel was in band, but never marching band. He just right. snuck in a jazz. Um, <laughs> but like, yeah. So it was. I would work out every day, and then in the summer I would go to summer camp. Like it was always a thing. You went to summer camp, mm-hmm. like like a sleepaway one, where you just go and they no, just no, no. It's summer or... camp is code for going to the Eagle Pass High School and then going to the gym for th- two hours. Oh, gotcha. Fair yeah, enough. yeah. I never had that. I stayed uh, at home. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> <laughs> I think I did it one year. <laughs> Yeah, no, I, st- I stayed home and ate Top Ramble with my siblings and watched TV and a- HBO. And stuff mm-hmm. I would do the one at the mall more. I remember that one, too. So, but, um, but, but no, but so, like, I, I guess with, like, I'm assuming your mental health is better now, though, right? Than it used to be? Used to be? Uh, I mean, you were, like, a delinquent, self-admittedly. <laughs> like, you were yeah, doing Yeah, but that was never a mental health thing. That was a... Um, that was a JJ's four years old and I want to play outside kind of thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. The punch, the punch life in the face theory, I guess. You can Pretty call it. much. Like, um, what is, of all things, this comes from a ska music video, but it, it's, it's a quote from a famous author that's like, when a child learns it, his parents are imperfect, he becomes a teenager. Like, the, it's not exactly that, um, what's it called? It's not exactly that I had a mental health issues that I was working out through when I was blowing stuff up with fireworks and selling pot. It was just I thought it was fun. Like that's that's not it's we were never we never did anything malicious to hurt anybody. We just like caused chaos. We're caused chaos. chaos, right? Yeah. We we one day were like, "Hey, we want to add new rules to the rule book because then it's like we we made a difference. We we made like a weird thing, so we started jumping on bushes, and now there is a rule. Then you go past rule book that's like, don't jump on our bushes, please. Yeah. Like in the high school, yeah. yeah. <laughs> also, we invented two wall wall ball. <laughs> two wall wall ball. Yeah, there was this uh, like entryway into the high school. I think it was like where the gym I just, Yep, I figured it out. <laughs> <laughs> you were about to get ball in a hallway. It's insane. <laughs> I mean, Probably, it was concrete oh, no, walls. It was outside. Yeah. Still, though. Like, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, the way it's set up is in a hallway. Yeah. You're ba- and I'm assuming I mean, there's no roof. So it's not a hall. It's, it makes sense. <laughs> that's the only way I could visualize it best. So, like, that's so. Maybe you guys are just fucking freaks of nature, I guess, or maybe I'm not asking like questions because uh-huh. I, I've discovered in retrospect that I've not been super mentally healthy and that I had a lot of coping mechanisms that I used in my time. Well, maybe that's where we should take this the, the, the conversation. What do you mean by coping mechanisms? Because like. Being chaotic, I, I never had that phase, right? I've never allowed myself or was allowed to be chaotic. I know nobody allowed you to. You just were. Yeah. I didn't have the freedom to do that, to just go break those rules because 
I had expectations of how to act and stuff because my dad was that guy. My dad was essentially you. My dad, my dad fought at Denny's and like beat dudes up in the bathroom. Like that's the kind of shit. That's what Denny's are for. (laughs) In all my antics, I've not been in a fight at Denny's yet. I say yet because I haven't lived. I don't. I frequent Denny's. I mean, we came close that one time. We did. (laughs) Haunted Denny's. Yeah. So like, so I guess that's what it was. Was that like? You're not going to let your daughter do those types of antics, or you're not going to want her to do those types of antics that you did growing up, potentially. Um, Maybe jump on bushes. That seems pretty harmless, but, like, you know. No, well, at the end of the day, nothing that we did was too harmful except for things that – and this will get into, uh, like, a weird thing that we probably don't have time to cover, but – because, like I said, we never hurt anybody with our antics because we – always kind of chose our targets i guess that it was like like we would we would blow stuff up but it would be in a construction site like nothing was there <laughs> oh okay uh, yeah. i thought you meant like oh we just blow up the construction site insurance covered it fuck it <laughs> no well we stole from walmart because we thought like walmart's not a person so you can't steal from them <laughs> <laughs> that, that that sounds like a justification to me but i mean yes we were ju- we were justifying Maybe it because we were weird anarchist but still it didn't Hurt we were anybody. anarchists. You're gonna slip that in. We were anarchists. We were pretend anarchists. Okay, like we were teenage. We were teenage idiots, but we were like, oh yeah, like that was part of it. But um, like the, and this is just goes into a weird part where, and and we're not gonna get it covered in this episode of mental health. But it's like so many things are bad for your mental health, and you don't realize it until it's in the rearview mirror. Pretty so, much. So when it comes to I had my mom telling me like just last night. She was like, "Oh, I'm sorry for the way I raised you," and I'm like, "What? Like I feel fine." Right. And she's like, "No, I was just too controlling at times. I didn't listen to you." And I was like, "Did you got a Coco? Le- no, you got a Encanto level apology from your elder? Pretty much. That's pretty great. I've not gotten mine yet. I mean, she's gotten <laughs> she's weird, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> she took it back the next day. <laughs> <laughs> Today, <laughs> she got really high. I don't know what that was about, but but and then when it comes to like, did we do anything wrong? It was like we didn't do things wrong in the sense of actually physically hurting each other. Like we did things wrong in the sense of emotionally hurting each other. But it's like <laughs> you know the fun stuff you can't. Erase. Well, that's what. <laughs> I mean, it's just one of those things where you didn't. I don't know. Like, it, it, there's you don't realize how much, how crazy being a teenager is until you all your hormones are gone or whatever the fuck it is, or being in a crowd of a tribe. Like when you were talking about the whole crowd cheering you on. No, yeah, cheering you on when you uh, wreck it, Ralph through the dude. Which one was that? When uh, this was the story you just told at the beginning of this podcast. Oh, I completely forgot. Oh, that guy. Yeah, oh, <laughs> bro, I blocked that out. Like I said, I forgot that shit. Yeah, I didn't even wreck it, Ralph. Yeah, it was, I did wreck it, Ralph. I might toss his ass, but yeah, it was it was a weird thing. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. That it's like you don't, as the person that threw them, you understand the role that you played. But as the person cheering you on, you don't understand until looking back, like. All the other stuff that it. Like, oh yeah, yeah, like you said, there's a lot there that you could go. We could go back on and be like, oh yeah, we <laughs> fucked that up. That was not a good time. Yeah, uh, yeah, because I, for the longest time, was like, I'm fine. Everything's great. I love my life and everything's good. But there was always, and I and I had to just go back on it. There was always an undercurrent of anger because I knew I was angry in Fresno, my hometown. Uh, it's hot. There's not much to do. I didn't have those antics that you had to to express it. I mean, I'm sure they were there. You were in California. What do you mean? 
I mean, California is where punk rock comes from. Oh, no, I'm in the Central Valley. Punk rock comes from fun places like the Bay Area. I mean, LA. there's a movie called SLC Punk about it being in Salt Lake City. I'm sure you could have. How far is Fresno from L.A.? Uh, four hours. We drove four hours to watch shows in Austin. Look, it, all I'm saying <laughs> is we're going to L.A. and I'm not – I wasn't ever a punk. The punk people did we, meth. That's what they did. We're the meth capital. Are we going the under the bridge? Nation. Huh? We're going to the, uh, the punk parties under the bridge? There was no punk parties under the that's bridge. The goth parties. No, the, the, the goth parties are under the bridge. No, no. There's, there's punk parties under the bridge now. Like locally or where? Wait, uh, this bridge or? No, no, in LA. Like, uh, I'll, I'll send you the link later. I don't, I'm not going to go to a. Actually, I probably would go to a punk <laughs> party. Anyway, but no, but the idea was that, like, Fresno, literally all those people that did that ran, ran those circles were literally on drugs. Like, it was, it's a bad issue. It's still a bad issue. So I wasn't. My dad knew was born in Southeast Fresno. My mom did. They knew the dangers of it, so they tried to keep kept us away from that shit broadly. Because they had four kids, they couldn't wrangle us all at once. It was zone defense for them. They just like don't be bad, and so it was like, all right, we'll figure it out. They had four kids. I thought they had three. I'm but, the fourth. So you, your brother, your sister, who's and the another f- sister? Oh, I don't forget. Yeah, I have, a, I have a sister. It's my oldest sister, my brother, my older sister, me, and the and oh, those sandwich. Are, yeah, those two are the year apart. So they're very so they're back to back. My oldest sister I talk about because. Like your grandmother took care of you. My parents took care of me, but like the day to day wrangling was my sister. She was I mean, 12. when you have four kids, the pack does kind of raise itself. Exactly. And- yeah. <laughs> that's the 12 year old, my oldest sister, was the one that wrangled me and made sure that my clothes didn't get dirty at church, right? That's probably the reason you didn't have a wild phase. It wasn't your dad, it was her. Well, no, but she left. And then, and, but then, but like I, I had that like transitive authoritative property where it was like I treated her as an authority. And then, like, they were her bosses, and so if I fucked up, I had to deal with her bosses, which were my parents, of course. And so, like, I, I already listened I'm to I'm actually really now. confused how you never acted up. And on that note, because it's like the baby is supposed to be the bad one. Um, <sighs> that goes with something Even Juan else. was kind of bad. Well, not bad, but he was, like... He did more than JJ. They, they gave yeah. me... <laughs> it was strange. <laughs> they gave me more leash, but... They still like it was a group thing type of thing. They were all so much older than me, so they all had sense. I had to always have sense. I to rebel or to be like weird. They just the weird like when you talk about. Um, do you always listen to Sam? You've made that comment about whether well, I talk too much or I ramble. They've had that theory my entire life practically. They don't listen to me, so <laughs> they don't. I'm what I'm not. I'm being no. Really I'm honest. not. I mean, they don't. I mean, they listen to me now because I'm an adult. And I don't say as much, but I don't say anything really around them anymore because they don't fucking listen. So why waste the breath? But the thing was that we so, had to operate as a unit. That's why I didn't express myself, my anger, my crazy antics because. We were so, a unit. So going back to what I was talking about as a teenager, it's like you don't think you're doing bad until you look back in the rearview mirror. That seems kind of bad that no one listened to you. It is. I No, I literally talked about it in therapy. It was because I talked so much. I was There were so many people in the house. How does the youngest get attention? Oh, yeah. Fucking volume, right? Not my loudness, but in terms of the more things you say. I am so great. I, I, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much, right? And so um, they – yeah, they could have played that differently, but that's them, right? The, the, the idea was that the Mexican household – let's bring it, tie it back to that – was essentially we acted as a unit. We all had to go to college. We all had to do the things that we had to do. 
to I guess not honor. They never treated it as honor our parents, but it was I did this so you so you do this. Yeah. Which was I go to work, I bust my ass, both of us my both my parents went to work, you go get a degree, you don't fucking act up. Um if you're in jail, don't call me till ten o'clock the next day. So that was always it, right? And this was still like most of the time no cell phones. I barely had a flip phone during that time. So I could have gone out and had adventures, but uh, a lot of between Catholic guilt not being very cool and then living outside of my school district. Like I live further away from my high school than others. Um, we had all those things. That's how we partied at a ranch. And I, mean, I lived in the city. <laughs> there was no ranches. I mean, you you said away. I don't know. I, and then every time I see Fresno on my TikTok now because of you, it's like they show like an, a barren wasteland. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Fresno. That's like Selma and some shit. It was yeah. like the in between, right? I, I get it. Like, but it, like I, I've not been. I'm just right, telling yeah, you yeah, what yeah, TikTok yeah. shows me. Right, right. No, but you could find the you could find the cow towns <laughs> in, around Fresno. But Fre- I was from the city of Fresno, so. Uh, you could have gone cow tipping. Well, it was uh, well. I lived in downtown Fresno for so long. The bad those, part of town. Those cows wouldn't have been happy anymore. No, the happy cows come. They stay and live in California. Not if you tip them. I maybe not. But, <laughs> no, but but the the premise was. Um, I grew up in the bad part of town the first ten years of my life, yeah. and then I grew up in a newly developed part of town the second half. Like it went from like let's call the suburb. Well, no, but yeah, it was, but it was like they built my our, my house, the parent my parents' house. They they built they just brands making new. It's track homes. There were there was not even there was not even a Target or anything really around that area. So it went from don't go outside to even if you want to go outside, there's nothing and nobody yet. Nobody your age, nobody around. So and I didn't have a car. So and they I mean, would drive me places. Peter grew up in the suburbs, and we still like found like it's there's if they just built the house, there's Monte somewhere. You just got to find it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying that. There, yeah. Like right now, like where my sister lives, it's in the Monte. Like, I mean, it's it's in the suburbs. Right. But if I walk about tw- fifteen minutes in one direction, I found the Monte. Like that's what you would do as a kid. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. I, I was have lame. this burn on my back. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> I have this burn on my back from when I was a kid because I didn't like wearing a shirt. But I also like Batman backpacks, which were made of plastic backpacks. Oh, no. But yeah, I found the month <laughs> This is no longer mental health the episode. This is now inner child the episode. This is inner child trauma. <laughs> no, man. Yeah, oh, well, you guys already tapped into mine of nobody listening to me and shit. So I have a podcast. So all of you can listen to me. Like and subscribe. No, um, but I, that was how I dealt with mental health was that I fucking didn't that what? and that's my premise of that what, beginning what's portion. it huh what's it mental health i never dealt with it uh-huh. I, because my thing was is it wrong or mean to say that like you didn't have to deal with it because you weren't going through anything because your life was so sterilized in a way um no so you still go through your your traumas and your fun right your, your standard life stuff right yeah but you didn't no offense no no i'm no, taken but you didn't have friends you, you didn't have girlfriends. I didn't have local friends. Didn't have girlfriends. I did talk to girls and stuff. And the only thing you did was stay at home with your family. Like, am I wrong? I, I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm going off the picture of Particularly painting. growing up. Yeah. Like, for a good chunk of, like, grade school, it, especially, especially ages 0 through 10, was I had friends at school, but they never – I had one friend, Fabio, that lived a couple street, uh, houses down. That was it. Everyone else, I saw them at school and rarely saw them outside. 
But like when we threw out the same countdown topic, like top five high school stories, you were like, "Can't do it. I don't have cool." Yeah. Well, then and then high school. Yeah, I, I had school with the football guys. Most of them would have been football stories. But then after like the season, they were all kind of lame. They're like different dudes that we didn't get along. I was a weird and kind of dorky kid, and I had my friends that I hung out with that didn't play football. And but I didn't have the same classes of them because they were dumber or they weren't in AP classes. So like all of my friend groups were I was friends with a lot of people, but not really solid with anybody. So that's how I operated. I was kind of not forgettable because if I would miss a day or two, people would be like, oh, where the fuck is that guy? But nobody was like, hey, you're the guy that needs to be here. So that's where that there, that doesn't come in. But that's less about it, uh, about the problem. The problem was that I Anything that I had going on, if I if I brought it to my parents, they wouldn't know how to handle it. They were older; they were boomers, so they just they they. My dad kind of understood, but barely. My mom didn't want to hear it because she and I wouldn't want to tell my mom because you stress out and make a big deal out of it. And then my siblings were too much older than me for for them to understand. My brother was six years older than me, so having a brother that much older than you not going to really be able to relate too much. And he's kind of an introvert. He doesn't really talk about the stuff. He, he wasn't big on dating for different reasons. Just awkward, uh, shy guy. My sisters weren't going to talk to them about anything. They didn't care what I had to say. I was their little brother. So yeah. That, so you, you go, okay, well I'm not going to rock the boat. So you just hold it in, mm-hmm. you know? And then for some people that manifests like that, hold it in. It doesn't matter what it is, even if it wasn't much. If you mm-hmm. hold it in, it's going to come out or it's going to manifest and then manifest, like I said at the top of the show, anger. So having all of that, that's how I, that's how I dealt with it. It was just like, all right, put it away. <laughs> Fucking swallow that shit, lock it away, and, and nobody gets to see it. And then it would just come out at random places at random times and be like, Sam, what the fuck, Sam? Why did you yell at that person? It was like nothing. I'd be mad for like a whole two days. I mean, you still do randomly get mad at people. Right. And I'm still working <laughs> on it, but, but less so than I used to and less fiery. I used to it get was pretty fiery, but at least you're not like confronting the person that you're mad at. I used to. Yeah, that was like that was the difference. I'd get in people's faces and I'm uh, fucking softy. But my thing was my dad taught me like if you lose a fight, that's fine. If you get your ass kicked, that's fine. But you're going to fight, fight. And so I, I have that stupid thing. But um, I feel like I'm the only one that has issues at this point. <laughs> no, I mean everyone has issues. That's that's it's just a thing where you kind of like took the lead to talk about what's going on. But, um, but um, let's put it. Well, let me well, let's, let me, let's go. Let me circle back to what it started the whole like everything and got us from that point to this point, yeah. which was coping mechanisms. And I'll talk about a, a couple of mine kind of thing. We already talked about the gym. The gym is just a place where I get to vent being angry because uh, I understand that there's a. There's a lot of things you can do in modern world. Like it's actually probably more accepted to cry, like than it is to be angry. Yeah, but yeah. as yeah, Mexican prove that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, but but like going back to the main top of the show, being Mexican, you're told to suck it up your entire life, right? You are told to suck it up, but I, I mean, I'm personalizing a little bit more because that's what we're doing this show. But it's just you don't. There's no place where it's healthy to be angry. And vent it outside of the gym, like that's right. That, yeah. That's, so that's where anger goes, right? And that's my anger coping mechanism. And sad. Um, and I know this is an unhealthy thing because I've had other therapists and people that go to therapy tell me that it's uh, if you feel closer to people on movie screens than you do in real life, like that's bad. Yeah. Like. <laughs> 
And I meant in the sense that it's like when Wolverine dies in Wolverine, I cried. But like when my grandma died, I didn't cry. That's weird. I'm the opposite. Yeah. Well, the thing is when my grandma died, I don't get to be sad. I'm I'm the Joker in the family. It's my job to make sure everybody's spirits were. When my grandpa died, I did get to be sad, but I wasn't this. I didn't have this role in the family type thing. Right. So it's all about like that's my job to do in the moment. My my job is to try to cheer up my mom as best as I can, um, while she's crying over her mom dying. Right. That's that's my job. And that I had that too. That's yeah. a weird role to be in. Yeah. You, I assume you're a pallbearer, right? Yeah. For most of the things, if not like a bunch. I had, I had a couple of back to back to back. That's a weird fucking feeling. Where it must like, suck for you to be the pallbearer. What do you mean? The fucking angle of the oh cat. yeah, it sucks. <laughs> fucking everyone's like yeah, everyone's like Ugh, my shoulder. But but you can't drop grandma. That's like the biggest embarrassment of your life. I mean, my grandma's only five four or something. My grandma's so. only five four, and we were all of us are big. But the, the so when you difference. fill it with sawdust, it's like oh, I'm just carrying thirty pounds. Yeah, but hearses are heavy. Not her- wait. The coffins. coffins are heavy. <laughs> Hearses are heavy too. The are heavy. No, but yeah, but that's the thing, right? Is yeah. that you have to shut it off. So yeah. imagine that feeling. Of having to keep it off yeah. all the time. Like, that's how I had it for the for a good chunk of my life until it's like I went to college. That's why I talk about when I go to college a lot. Well, that, that's then it what, unlocks, right? I mean, I don't know about college. I mean, I've always had negative emotions that I had event, even in high school and even today. Like, it's uh, it's always there. It's just... Well, no, it's always there, but... Talking about it's the way to fix a lot of it. I mean, not to be like an emo kid, but it's like, why couldn't you just close your room and cry? Close the door to your room and cry. Mm. I've seen your room. Like it looks pretty dark. It looks like a good cry room. <laughs> um, I lied to myself. I, uh. I wouldn't. I I didn't recognize that I was even that sad. Or if I did, I wouldn't admit that it was that bad because, like you said, I had all the things I could ever want in life. I mean, I had I had the the life that was sterile and clean and set up for my success. But even then, like it, your life is your life. You can't. I, um, I know my life has been really hard at times. Uh, if I were to talk to someone, and I did, like in Afghanistan, it's like, oh, maybe not so bad, right? <laughs> yeah, it's not and so bad. Then, so it's you can't compare your your pain and your grief to other people's pain and grief because it's still yours, right? So even if it's just. The pretty girl didn't talk to me no, but, today. And that's all it was. No, but yeah. that, that, that's I understand that part now, which was like, yeah, no, it was all real pain. It was all real grief. Yeah. But then having no one to express that to, brother, brothers and siblings that were too old for them to be, beyond, they were beyond teenager shit. They yeah. were trying to figure out their own lives. And well, we're on the topic of coping mechanisms. It wasn't me talking to someone. I'm barely learning how to talk to someone at thirty. Right. Um, it was. Like, what's it called? Un, like in the on the topic of unhealthy coping mechanisms, it was just putting on sad music or a sad movie, and then just being like, when the right moment comes, it's like, and feel. That's that's not healthy, but that's what I used to do. Like so, and that's what you used to do during that time. You would just that's that was the only way that you like were able to let it out. Is that why you're into music so much? I mean, I'm into- that's, I feel like the people that do express it that way fucking love music and they just fucking eat it and absorb it. I'm not a music guy like that. That, well, it's that not, doesn't help me. But well, it's, for you, it's music is the soundtrack to everything. So just this is going to be a weird diatrophy, but it's like 
whether it's happiness, sadness, anger, uh, horniness, whatever like emotion you can feel, there's a song for it. Like, and it's that's a different topic than this. Right. It's just a matter that because honestly, um, music was very important for me in high school, uh-huh. but. Um, when I say this was a coping mechanism, that's up to like five years ago, bro. Right. And then it's still a thing where it's like, it was easier to be sad at like things. Like here's a, here's a weird thing that I cried at. Um, wasn't, what's the movie with dogs? Uh, Isle of dogs (laughs) movie with dog. Yeah. Isle of dogs. Um, there's a part, and it just randomly happens. Like in the middle of the movie, the one of the dogs gets given a treat, and then the dog starts crying. It's like this is the first time I've ever gotten a treat, ever been given this kind of affection, and then I was just like, "Oh man, like that was really sweet." And the tear, like it happens. <laughs> yeah, but it's just the the person that I knew that did this. That I think I ended up copying it from. It had the most unhealthy household that I've ever heard of in her life. Like. <laughs> Her um, dad was a drug dealer, in and out of prison, and her mom would always say really sarcastic things. Like if she came home with honor roll or something like that, like, hey, mom, all A's on my on my uh, report card today. Well, that's the least you can do. Jesus Christ, people. Yeah. God damn it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stop being parents if you don't want to be. It's cool. You don't have to have kids. She was one of three. Oh, my God. Yeah. Jesus. I don't know. Well, you know what? I think now would be a good time to take a quick commercial break and we could talk about what we do now because I think what we do now versus what and, – and with that kind of solid base of like you've punched your way to uh, to revelation and you like – I don't – like that's the thing. I, I think it snuck up on you I feel but we'll talk about it like on how we feel a little bit later. Let's do some quick commercial breaks. I'm going to refresh my water and we'll be right back. Thank you for watching and uh, yeah, stay tuned. Hey everybody, it's me. That's right, I took a dramatic pause. Welcome to the Manscaped Dad. Did you know that over 4 million people have taken advantage and have enjoyed Manscaped's delightful, delightful products and shaving materials? I know I have. They gifted us so many different things like the Lawnmower 4.0 and the Weed Whacker. Those things you've already heard about so many times on this podcast, but they gave us something else, guys. I'm going to look it up on the website because I think it's worth knowing that if you go to manscaped.com, and you use coupon code MEX20, you can get 20% off and free shipping on everything in the store. And the reason why I'm looking at my monitor right now is so that I can pull up the Ultra Premium Collection, which they've also given us ever so generously. I've already used the body wash. I haven't used the shampoo because I don't have hair, but I'm going to try it on my beard pretty quickly here. I have tried the hydrating body spray, and I want you to look at all these other things. We also have the deodorant. We have the lip balm. I have the lip balm, and I actually do use that pretty regularly. It's the only thing that's not scented with their... Um, special scent that they have. This is a little more minty, which I enjoy very, very much. But you know what? You can get all of this. Like I said, 20% off. And you know what that does? I'm going to swing it to you, JJ, because you're over there while we're doing the ad. Yeah, you're not paying attention. You're not a part of this ad. You go back to texting. I'm texting Alfred. Awesome. Well, you know what? <laughs> you know what Alfred needs? I hate him. <laughs> you know what Alfred Manscaped. <laughs> he needs some goddamn Manscaped, all right? But you know what? If he uses coupon code next 20 he'd have it. And he'd also get some other things like the crop reserve. Like, there's like all the things that they've gifted us. And this is not even all the things that I've used 
half the other things that they've gifted us as well. Uh, as in, like, I used all of it. I used all of it, but I used all of the other ones. Um, so if you ever want to keep yourself fresh, you want to make sure that you're smelling nice and clean, you ever want to make sure that your hairline's nice and good on your body, it's almost summer, fellas and folks. It's spring. Sprung up on us pretty quickly. The time's changed and everything. So that means summer's next, baby. Be ready for summer. Get those reps in. Get yourself nice and clean. Go to manscaped.com and use coupon code MEX20. Get yourself smelling good and nice and right. And just remember, as always, your balls will do what, JJ? They'll thank you. Thank you. Oh, they will. And I'll thank you for using coupon code MEX20 at manscaped.com. Thank you, everybody. We'll be back after these other messages. And then, and then we'll finish the show, and then you'll listen to the other shows in post-production. And then you'll, you'll like and subscribe and donate and do all those things. Okay, Sorry. bye. I need my movies to come with musical video tie-ins, like the 90s. I mean, why are you hating on Endgame? I don't, I don't know what point you're trying to make here. Endgame? Yeah, there's no bops in Endgame. They I don't know need, why. They, it needed a bop. Imagine if there was like... Uh, who was popular in 20... What was that? 17, 19, 18? Star-Lord? Whatever. No, well, Star-Lord, his bops were stupid. Those were stupid bops. <laughs> Why? Star-Lord's <laughs> bops were stupid. I want... He's like, the only one with style. I'm sorry. Like, I Captain want, America and Tony Stark are not going to dance. No, I don't want them... I want them to dance in the music video that's made for the movie. They don't need to dance in the movie. Like, the Men in Black theme... That was tight. Yeah, Will Smith sang it. That I'm was a nice. Pretty sure thing. Will Smith danced in at least one transition. I need to rewatch the movie. But what I'm saying is, you could have got like I don't know, uh, maybe like uh, not Adele. She wouldn't have done it. Who's like a popular pop singer? You could have got One Direction to do the tie-in movie for Endgame. Come on, man. You want Harry Styles? Absolutely, baby. No. Give me Harry Styles doing the musical theme song. I think at that point it, you would have been easier. It would have been easier to get Ed Sheeran. You're onto something. <laughs> I want a mu- I want music tie-in. That's what I want. Wow, 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 West. I want Men in Black. I want. Uh, what It'll was, never happen. Uh, again. Hero from Chad Kroger featuring Josie Scott. For Spider-Man? How come Spider-Man didn't have Chad? Man, Kroger I'm really back? surprised. Actually, on that note, that Marvel was just like no songs. Right, like for Spider Man, at least I was. Like, I'm surprised that they didn't play Hero when Spider uh, Tobey Maguire got portaled in. That would have been fucking amazing. I should probably go edit that for YouTube right now. But anyway, they get a million hits and just call it extended cut or whatever. And just, <laughs> and they say that a hero can save us. If you edit like Andrew Garfield coming into Vindicated, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? If it- oh yeah. What, the best comic book movie of all time, according to IMDb? Two? Wait, which one? Spider-Man 2. I don't know if it still is, honestly. It's, it's not. Oh, you're talking about that. Oh, that. oh, I thought you were talking about the other Spider-Man 2. I thought you were talking about mm-hmm. the Amazing Spider-Man 2. Not that two. one, no. That one sucked balls. I never saw it. I don't like movies. Like, I, I, I know like you don't all like movies. Them. Yeah. I'll watch a movie and be like, that was a movie. I accept <laughs> that. There's only two movies, that, four movies that I hated right off the bat. Both Fantastic Four movies, Amazing Spider-Man, and Starving Games. I watched Starving Games and... Didn't feel anything. I feel once. like if you saw more of the Starving Games type movies, that that list would be longer because there's a lot of those. Yeah, movies. but no, I'm never going to. Because like was... after um, was it uh, Scary Movie three? Like they just oh. every year. Oh, <laughs> I know. But I, I somebody had it on, and I said I've never seen one of these movies. Let's see if there's anything worth a damn. And there just wasn't, and I hated every bit of it. But. 
that's not what we're talking about right now. We're talking about our last portion, which is, you know, we talked about mental health, talked about why we're the way we are. But what do you do now that, like, m- makes it better, that makes life better? Because here's the thing. For people watching this probably are like, mental health, and I'm Mexican. Yeah, shit's crazy because we all feel different things. Uh, I We know- actually didn't even get into the Mexican aspect of, like, ma- parents not understanding mental health, uh, parents being too proud to take kids to. Uh, that was implied on my end. Me, me implying that you I don't no say it in black and white. It doesn't count. Fair enough. But, but but the idea was that they didn't know how to handle it because they were just like fucking toughen up or or figure it out. Just throw him in the closet. He'll be fine. Not a. <laughs> that's, that's another allegory. But no, I was uh, left outside once. <laughs> I ca- I kind of want the context of that. I don't really need the context. Kind of want it though. I don't remember what I did to piss off my dad, but yeah, like. We were driving back from Mexico, and it was late, and he was like, no, tonight you're going to sleep like in the car or outside, but you're not coming to the house. Okay. <laughs> that was one of JJ's many points <laughs> that did absolutely nothing to phase him whatsoever. Um, no, I but- mean, eventually they brought me in, right? <laughs> okay. oh, I thought you just committed to the bit. I thought you were like, fuck it. I, guess I mean, I did. I went to sleep in the car. Okay. <laughs> I was asleep. <laughs> I was asleep. They woke my ass. I was having a good time. No, but like that's the implication, right? That's, what, that's why we do... These I like call them grandfather episodes because they'll eventually have children that will be able to branch off to. But yeah, being when I said that I couldn't talk to my parents about something, that is, I assume, judging by TikTok standards, is universally uh, understood because they pe- they don't get it. They were either too older or just a different generation that didn't quite get it. Mm-hmm. So we're so inherently we're left to our own devices once we move out to figure out what that is because at a certain point like you said being angry in public doesn't do shit for you you look like a crazy person all the I time well i was when i was saying it i was like there has to there has to be healthy places and then like Amer- modern society doesn't let you be angry anywhere so there's only like a handful of places that you can be angry and it's okay and and, and all of them are really weird places like the gym is okay um you actually don't get mad when you do martial arts uh, because if you do you're just going to get this shit like kicked, kicked out of you yeah. yeah um so i would say uh, a gun range is another place um, that's scary though i don't want you to be angry at the gun range <laughs> it's a way to vent everything um if you're musically tant- talented playing a guitar like is a way to vent right like, the energy i don't have that um and, and you know what to, to actually tie it into the main point um i also never wanted to be the angry mexican like i mentioned at the top of the show that's a that's a huge reason why i don't I'm not angry. I, like, you know me. With you guys, I'm an angry person. But if, like, my order's wrong, I'll never get upset. Really? Because I'm like, oh, whatever. I'll just eat it. Because I don't want all oh, this Mexicans going fucking going off again. Oh, I've never been that person just because it's like I worked in the food industry. And it's like, oh, I, I know what it's like to fuck up. Right. But uh, but, but I, I have people one, don't I, have that, right? I have one more healthy place where you can be angry. and it, Just because I think it's funny. And this is something that I actually learned from JJ's favorite movie. Um, go-karts. It's really cool to be angry and then like vent it through a golf cart. What are you, what are you Jesse Pl- uh, Pl- Pinkerton? Plinkman? Plink? What's his name from Breaking Bad? Pinkman. Pinkman. And no, it's from Clerks Two. Clerks Two. <laughs> yeah. Explain. I've never seen Clerks. I haven't seen Clerks One. Uh, in Clerks Two, so uh, the premise or the setup to the go kart scene is that Randall and Dante, the titular clerks. Uh huh have always just been clerks, right? Like, right. they worked at 
the convenience store until that burned down. Okay. Now they're in their 30s or 40s, mm-hmm. and they're working at McDonald's or movies. Right, right. And uh, a guy from that they knew from high school comes in, and he's a big success now. He's a Facebook billionaire. Oh, shit. Yeah, and he just starts talking down on them. And Randall's the kind of guy that doesn't really let anyone get to him, and mm-hmm. he can dish it out as good as he can take it. That's Jay or Silent Bob? That's N- Randall. Neither of them are Jay. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> okay. Different guys. Okay, I'm thinking, all right. Um, but this guy got to him, and he's just like, I need to get the fuck out of here. Like, Dante, come with me. We're, we're going to ride fucking go-karts. <laughs> okay. And the uh, go-karts tr- just center him. Too big for go karts. I can't. That's not one place I can be. I know that's not one place you can. Be. Maybe you can do Coda because those go fifty five miles per hour, and so they're bigger. But uh, Coda Circuit, Circuit of, the of the Americas. We should do that. I know it's expensive, but we're all. It's we, only thirty five. Really? Yeah. Fuck it. Let's do it anyway. But um, no. the The idea is that you can. Driving fast helps, but it's just there's not a lot of places that you can drive. Like, if you drive fast, you're going to get a ticket. Right. Or die. <laughs> yeah. That's always my thing. It's like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to fucking die. Yeah. I, just, I, I feel like I'm just too tall for most safety regulations, so they might and, miscue. And then if you, if you want to do it legally, like, oh, let me set up a whole fucking race. Like, it takes, like, <laughs> Yeah. Well, this is the Fast and the Furious. We're not going to do that shit. Well, there's legal places that drag strip. Like, Code of the Americas, you can actually Yeah, that do. shit's expensive as yeah. fuck. Yeah. But... When I was in the army, I used to be really uh, angry. Like Clerks Two had been out like for a while, and I just tried it once, and it helped. Like it, it really did. Right. And like the one place that I found, batting which, cages helped too. Betty, well, similar, similar hitting things. Yeah. Um, the boxing gym, boxing gyms up until recently they just got so fucking expensive, and COVID too. I didn't want to go anywhere because of COVID, just because people breathing on each other. Um, but like. I've done boxing training kind of several months at a time, just periodically in my life. That shit fucking slaps. I love that shit. Because a lot, it's cardio, upright, it's upright cardio. You're fucking on treadmills and walking and jump rope and kind of jumping in place. But just hitting a speed bag or a heavy bag is so much fun for me. And like, like you said, outside of football in high school where you're able to just fucking tackle people, I don't like football. But it did help me relieve a lot of those jimmies I had. I just like that's why I was hidden for so long because I played football from before puberty till uh, till after I was done with it. So when I didn't have it anymore, I was like, oh, oh, I got to get rid of this somehow, and had no real means to do it. And so I was like, okay, she played for the Fresno rugby team. I feel like I would break my collarbone. That's what I fear about rugby is I would just break my collarbone. Why would you break your collarbone? How wouldn't you break your collarbone? That's they don't they do. high, high tackling high tackling is legal in rugby. I I'm all high tackle. Actually I'm all low so I might feel like my femur would snap cuz I'm also, all top Paco heavy. broke his collarbone. You you would be fine. I don't want to break my collarbone. <laughs> he was fine. Look at him now. I don't want to. I've seen Paco. I don't want to look at him now. Yeah, that's right. It's insult to you. Um, no, but boxing is like really works. Actually, like therapy helps. Therapy's hit a wall though because I think my therapist agrees with me too much. I'm making too much sense to her, so I'm like, I need someone who's going to be like, no, you're full of shit. Which you know, I mean, I, hey, we well, can do that. No, you guys do that. I don't, I don't believe you guys though. You guys aren't accredited to say that. Everyone could say I'm full of shit, but I'm always going to think I'm right. At least with that lady, it's like, oh yeah, she has. She read a book. To tell me that I'm much like a lot of other people. I mean, we've both read more books than you. No, but she read the right books. I mean... Which ones are the right books? The ones about therapy. and She has a degree in shit. 
I can get one of those. I have a degree. <laughs> it's what is your degree in? I never actually knew. Public relations and advertising. That has nothing to do with therapy. I mean, yeah, I I am therapizing people to buy my shit. What? <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't make any sense whatsoever. And quite frankly, you as a friend to poor effect haven't been able to sell me on me. So Sell that you is, on you. Yeah. What do you mean, sell you on You're you? You're supposed to make me love me by tricking me into thinking I'm a product that should love himself. That's not what friends do. That's exactly what I need you to do that. <laughs> right? I'll, I'll hire you as a consultant. I don't give a shit. That's what Tommy does. The, 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 Tommy t- Tommy just, like, I don't know. Tommy's a different cat when it comes to mental health because he'll, like, he swings between, like, nothing matters and, man, I finally unlocked this deep, dark secret in me because you made me go to therapy. Uh, which is why I wanted him here because, like, I made him go to therapy, and he's like, "Oh yeah, there was a lot of issues in there. I don't know if I want to go back there again." And I'm like, "Yeah, it's fucking scary to find your demons and or not even demons, uh, like de- not." Let's see here. It's actually normal to hit a wall with therapy and switch therapists after a few years. Yeah, I think I'm at the breakup stage of my therapist. That? This was uh, season of the witch. Oh, the the witch. Two V's. Um, no, that that's actually true. You're supposed to cycle them out. I think I think I've hit. I didn't know that honestly. Yeah. Oh yeah, you're supposed to. My hometown has two therapists. I just found that up. You got about five to six years of therapy before you run out of all the therapy in your hometown. Not not sure if this is a good or a bad thing, but uh, one of them's a porn star. Was a porn star. Wait, is or was? Is was. The, I'm about to say. Mm, that doesn't help. I if she was hot or it's he a was he. hot. It's a he. If he was hot and I was into that, I'd be like, I'm gonna look him up. I mean, he is. Hot. He was hot when he was a porn star, but oh, now he's. No, but still, at least. Th- I mean, he's like 35 now. They don't. Wait, you, you don't hi- stop being hot at 35. You don't hire 35 year old porn stars one of those timeless. I mean, I don't. Rod Jeremy still got his he, later in his career. You mean jail time? Uh, is he is he a sex pervert? Oh. <laughs> Not that I was rooting for him or anything. I just was like, oh, I thought he was better than that for some reason. I don't know why. I don't but know why you would think. I that, don't know yeah. why I would either. JJ, do you have any mental health tips that you do? Things that you keep to keep yourself from punching people in the face? Uh, same thing I do with medical issues. Just ignore them and drink heavily until eventually they go away. That doesn't help, JJ. It doesn't help any. That's the pre. You need to find healthy habits. That is my healthy habit. Give me one of those. <laughs> <laughs> that is. That is JJ. You're st- <laughs> the reason why you have no solution is because you're in the pre still. You need to get to the second part of the question, which is how you deal with it in a way that isn't going to explode your kidneys. It explodes your liver. Yeah, and a doctor prescribed it, so it's fine. <laughs> I, he's not a doctor. He just handed it to you. He wasn't the one that prescribed it. Yeah, who prescribed dude, it. Me. The- I'm a doctor. <laughs> You're not a doctor. Says who? You? You don't know anything about me. <laughs> I've been to your house. There's no degree up there. No, I don't show shit off. I don't believe You have that. a film degree. We don't, we don't see that. <laughs> it's at my parents' house. Uh, I don't even see like a smoke detector here. <laughs> <laughs> That's because it's too tall. All right, JJ? And besides, I don't need it. If my shit catches fire, I got insurance. It's fine. I, I don't know. I don't, even, I don't know if you have enough of an inventory, honestly. I thought about that there's today. A, there's a computer right there on the floor. Like, <laughs> it's only $120. It's fine. That's work, not how insurance works. Work paid for half of it. It was fine. Three. I have like 12 computers. It's fine. 
You have one of my computers. That's how many computers I have. But anyway. Uh, so, JJ, booze is your thing. No, it's not. Well, I mean, it is. I do enjoy beer. Well, yeah. <laughs> That's not the sole thing I should say. <laughs> Enjoying a nice beverage. You don't, I've never seen you, other than the time you slapped me, I've never seen you drink to excess, really. And that's been at least four years of me knowing you solid. So, But other things I could say, maybe. You could recommend, perhaps. Um, I don't know. I just like to keep not busy busy's not the right word but i always like to learn and discover new things right like um exercise is a is something that does help and i do enjoy walking a lot i've always just liked being in nature hence why i have that burn on my back from the back man oh. back <laughs> the, 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 the pleather burn yeah uh um so i do like you know going on walks and just like exploring the park that's nearby like just the other day i found out there's another faster route from my apartment to that park oh shit yeah i was just taking like the straight line direct route right right but that's actually like half a mile longer if i go through that little nice neighborhood uh-huh. it's shorter and it's still actually the same amount of steps because it's mostly curved Oh, wow. <laughs> I used to have to go to work up a freeway overpass, and then I had to since the sidewalk went all the way down and then around. There was a chain link fence that just had a hole cut through it, and I would just jump in and then like slide down this hobo hole. It was very cool. That's how I lived. I, I wish I did more of that. I need to get out in nature more because you said. Wait, were you the one that wanted to set up hikes? Because you like hikes too, Argos. Uh, I was. I was going to set up hikes. I've been trying to pull the trigger on when to set up basketball i've been thinking about that too and i wonder if my knees will explode because i haven't used them in like nah, two years dude two on two me you jj and tommy well, like it's we're not moving very fast <laughs> <laughs> but, but one i'm also very competitive and two i'm not I saw even making shots <laughs> no but i'm very competitive and two i just saw a video of tom segura blowing out both both his like like knee and his oh, arm at the same time on his back yeah yeah he, he like so he was like watch me dunk he jumped tore his mcl fell immediately tried to like put his weight on his arm like broke his like forearm yeah he fucked I, himself up i won <laughs> like, in one felt like he he ended up like with his arm backwards like a family guy sketch it was awful i 100 percent guarantee you will not hear me say hey watch me dunk <laughs> i 100 percent guarantee that i might <laughs> I'm not trying. that's why your knees will be fucked <laughs> no but um but I, yeah, I, and keeping an open mind. I've always just been good at keeping an open mind. And, cause, yeah, that's what I was going to ask. It's like it's less about what you do, but it just maybe approaches to shit, man. Because mm. yeah, I mean, go ahead. I'm sorry for interrupting, but yeah. But no, yeah, I, I like. I've always sort of had the mentality of like, don't knock it till you tried it. Like, uh-huh. and so while. I haven't done a whole lot of stuff. Like I said, I don't. It's not like I'm snorting coke and like shooting heroin. <laughs> yes. There's some things that I'm like, yeah, and you know what? I'm cool. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I. I think I'm. I can knock that one without trying it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but but yeah, for like other things like uh, you know just activities or games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like I famously did not like WoW in high school, but I never played it. Now I played it. I still don't like it. Right. <laughs> you made a good assessment, is what you said. But yeah, but I went into it with an open mind, and it's like, uh, yeah, no, still not for me. Not so for you. okay. So, but just but, but understanding what you like and what what is good for you, because a lot of people cause themselves a lot of undue stress getting into shit that they know that's going to cause them stress. 
or making bad decisions on purpose. So uh, know your limits too. That's also something else that really helps. <laughs> uh-huh. Go ahead. Yes. You don't know. You don't know your limits because you don't try most of the time. I also well, it's 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 infinite loop. <laughs> I don't know my limits because I don't try, and also no, don't know my limits because the things I do try and I know that I'm good at, I don't stop. So, what do you think that you're good at? <laughs> this. You stop all the time. We have two a week. No, but I'm talking about like I can't stop permanently. Okay. <laughs> like the compulsions there. Like if I, okay. if I even when like I don't get something out for too long, we go a couple days. I feel like shit the whole time. Which is another thing about mental health is being too fucking hard on yourself, which we can get into that in the next episode. Like I said, we're rotating these out. I think we're due for another children podcast, though, for one of the topics we've had. Maybe movies again or something. We're due for it. We just did a nostalgia one. But uh, anyway, um, what I was going to say when it comes to um, how to deal with it today, and this is really hard. Like, I, I, I... I don't fault people for thinking um, – because I, I, when I say this sentence, it sounds really easy, but it's really hard because <laughs> I've been around really toxic people, and then you think they're fine, but they're not. Yep. And it's uh, just having good people in your life and knowing that it's okay to ask for help. And then it's – Oh, yeah. That's a big one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, I want to maybe emphasize, at least with the Mexicano portion of that, is asking for help. Having good people around, that helps. It's not always the case in certain situations. But being able to I, ask for help is huge. I mean, I just – it's uh, – there's so many things that I can go through in the future that it's like it'd be harder to go through if I didn't have friends to lean on. The, right. the, but it's taken a long time to get to this point. Right. And um, there are a lot of people out there that think they have good friends and – leave them high and dry yeah i mean even sometimes i fail and i feel like i'm not the best friend in the world but yeah we fucking hate you marcos i want you to keep that in your mind and loop it forever i've not done that anything (laughs) (laughs) i want you to think about it and before you go to bed every night and loop it until you fall asleep and then wake up as the last thought if you start your day and then it just vanishes i promise i can think of all the bad things i've done to you and sleep like a baby yeah, it's it's probably like less than a handful of things. Honestly, <laughs> like, uh, yeah, I was like, I even tried to think about things I did bad to you. I was like, nah, I'm no. pretty solid. Yeah, no. we're all pretty solid together, which is why we're able to have this podcast. They might even lull him to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> he slaps. So I slapped him a couple times during the Oscar show. Not that bad. Uh, yeah, but that's how your brother would give me a six pack. No, yeah, and he didn't even see it. I, t- I put it on Twitter. Someone on Twitter, or my sister on Twitter, was like, "Nobody hit my brother," and I was like, "They hit your brother." And my cousin was texting me, and moments later, was like, "I didn't see it." <laughs> so you owe us a hundred dollars. My brother screen capped them. <laughs> the hits? Yeah, he wants to make them into memes. <laughs> I'll take the. Yeah, my mental health is going to be great after that. My slaps are memes. I mean, you just look like this. You're fine. No one knows it's you. <laughs> there is one where, Everyone. like, your head is down, so you can't even see your face. <laughs> and it's just arms slapping me. Is that what it is? Well, you know what? The excellence is all the content we can get. And so, until then, though. Um, yeah, that 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 uh, this one's quicker. This one was not meant to be like a super deep dive. This was kind of like just kind of set the tone. That's the thing. A lot of our other shows, you're never gonna know who the fuck we are. And in this case, JJ, we still barely know who you are. But in this case, you they got, know I'm an agent of chaos. So we'll punch. No kidding. No kidding. Everyone knows that he's a fucking wild card. Watch out for him. Don't turn your back on him. No, but it gives us an idea uh, of people the idea of like who we are as 
of people versus just characters sometimes. Sometimes we only get to talk about nonsense or things like sports <laughs> movies and shit like that that is external. But talking about the internal stuff is how people will uh, eventually be able to relate to us, I hope, a little bit deeper by burying our souls just a little bit. Um, so thank you for watching Muscle Menos Mexicanos. So if you have any other topics that you want us to talk about in regards to like just like Mexican culture or something in relation to Mexican culture, uh, we've done a couple episodes. We have more in the lineup. We're going to throw this one into the rotation a little bit more often, maybe. Well, I mean, we've been at one once a month. I, don't I think, know we, I think we should hit it twice a month. Then then we'll make a plan for that. Uh, April, we've got more big stuff coming, of course. I actually have a new calendar. Oh, man, this barely counts as last month. Yeah. It, it <laughs> I was about to say so well, we can double down. I was about to say if we do another one next week, it's not next month. It's not two a month. <laughs> it's not two a month. So there you go. No, uh yeah, was, no, by the time most of the last one we did. Though, it's gonna Is be that anime? Was it? No, you did no. sports. It's Tommy's, then sports, then No no, the no, last no. the last month menos. Oh, it was anime. Yeah. That was it, in December. Uh, yeah. Oh, no, 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 it wasn't anime. It was representation of movies. Oh, that's right. Right. And so, if you have an idea for what we should talk about next, talk about movies, talk about music, we talked about um, anime. We talked, and we have a new anime, Anime Excellence Show. So that one actually is its own spinoff. Secondly, instead of having a grandfather episode, it just spun off into its own episode because we had so much to talk about. So let us know what you want to see. Let us know what you like. And please like, subscribe, do all the things that you need to do. We're fi- rate us five stars on all the podcast apps that you see us on. Um, and be sure to tell your friends. That's the thing. We need to grow a little bit faster to see some of the rewards that we want to see and be able to give you guys the monies and gifts that we want to give you all. So be sure to do all of those things. Thank you so much for listening thing and watching say bye to the people guys over there adios and i'm gonna say bye to the peoples over here bye everybody in the thing and then i turn the music back on very slowly and then and then i slowly fade the music back out jesus christ i can hear that (laughs) 